What's up, everybody? Welcome back to DIY Music. This is Brad, and I am just ramping down from a evening of mixing. I've probably been at it eh, three and a half hours, something like that, give or take. Probably three hours, maybe. Um, and uh, mixing some chip tune music, but probably taking it, you know, just as seriously, if not more than, you know, anything else that I would write. And, and I kind of just wanted to finish this song up, get it out of the way, because I've got um, kind of a, a new creative direction that I'm going to try. Excuse me. So uh, a couple things that I learned this evening, a few different processes and all this kind of stuff. Um, I spent a long, no, not a long time. I spent some time watching Chris Lord Algae videos uh, on YouTube, stuff like Mixed with the Masters, I think was, was most of it. And just really just watching the way that he just grabs the damn EQ, like just goes for it, like... Um, you know, he's not careful. He's, he's listening to the music, he's feeling the music and he makes it sound better as opposed to kind of, you know, being on the computer like, like I am and kind of meticulously like, you know, like, oh, 1.5 dB and, or no, no, let's go, let's, let's go up 3 dB. And like, yeah, there's a time to, to do that. And I'll talk about that as well. But like, um, for this latest mix, I was just going for it, you know, bumping stuff up 15 decibels. If it sounds good, if it gets, if it gets the sound I want, if it brings out the nature of the instrument or the sample that I know is there, you know, that's, it's just like a highlighter, you know, just bump that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG. I was, I was just talking to a neighbor of mine about doing podcasts and stuff. And he's like, well, I don't know if I could cuss or something. I was like, well, you figure that out as you go along. But yeah, just grabbing that fader, turning it up, it feels good, you know, and then, you know, back it down if it's too much or whatever, do a headphone check. Um, the other thing was that um, I am getting off the headphones and pretty much all 90% of the mixing that I did this evening was just through one of my two monitors. So just mono mixing, um, coming out of Pro Tools, it was stereo, I had BX Solo bypassed. And, um, it, it just, uh, it just sounded good. I remember specifically this evening, there were a few moments where I was just very, very in tune to the frequencies. Um, and, and that came about when I was using uh, neutron two and I'm rediscovering this plugin and I am in love with this thing now, you know, I, I've had it for a little while. I tried it out and kind of set it to the side and I just brought it back up because there was, you know, some bass frequencies that I just couldn't pinpoint. I tried Q1, swept around a little bit, trying to find out what it was. Couldn't get a handle on it. Excuse me. Shouldn't have ate before I hit record here, but such is life. Um, so Neutron 2, putting that on the master bus, the master fader, whatever, and having it learn the frequencies. And what it did was, you know... Uh, probably picked out five points throughout the frequency spectrum as well as a high shelf and a low shelf and here's the kicker it didn't tell you what to do with it it just said these are frequencies that are something and that is what i think was so cool about it i'm, I'm smiling right now just thinking about it you know it just it didn't tell you to turn them up or turn them down or how much you know it didn't do the whole job for you and i think that that's what made it so special so through that 
I, I just kind of grabbed it and, and just I had to kind of translate almost, you know, like what what is this program trying to tell me? So, you know, taking the um, uh, not not the cue, the just just the, the volume of each individual node of equalization and just bumping it up and saying, like, OK, like what what is going on here, you know, within this little cue and then why? Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought because I'm trying to imagine this program here. But, um, you know, just moving it up and down, finding what that frequency is. And then also, like, what is it in relation to the song? Do you want it at all? How much do you want of it? How, you know, how little do you want of it? And with with Neutron specifically, if anybody out there is using it, um, this is what I was kind of hinting at earlier, where... I found that minute adjustments have a have a very large impact to the point where I was even hitting the decibel on on my keypad in terms of like the finer adjustments. As where you know the SSLE key uh, the SSLE cue, you just kind of you know ballpark it, get it sounding good, and you move on. And then you circle back if anything's too harsh or too whatever. But with the Neutron, you know it's affecting all the instruments, and um, so. That one I did have to drill down to the decimal level. Um, I loaded up the J37 tape for just a, a brief moment before I swapped it back out with Kramer tape on the Master Bus. Um, I still have a lot of learning to do, and I didn't want to screw up this song. So, you know, I, I think I'll probably ease into it, trying it out on, you know, like a kick drum or something and trying to learn how it reacts. And and even with Kramer tape tonight, I, I had to kind of adjust things quite finely in, in the inputs and outputs to, you know, I, a lot of what I had to do this evening was volume control. And, um, I initially thought I was going to have to redo the whole mix, but then I looked up, um, the average digital volume level that you want. And here's a tip for everybody. This is coming from the recording revolution. Um, and it's up there on the Google search results too. Um, so in your, I, I, I suppose individual tracks as well as your combined, you know, summed buses and basically everything. Negative eighteen, um, you know, there's always some fancy, you know, it's it's not decibels exactly. It's like dBFS or something like that. So, long story short, on in in your doll, negative eighteen would roughly be the equivalent of zero on your um you know analog vu meter style tape machine all that all that good stuff so negative 18 equals zero essentially and so i was you know but before i read that i was starting to get kind of self-conscious and i think this is the change that happened for me tonight was that i was uh previously just i, I was mixing with my eyes and not my ears and i switched that around this evening and it worked fantastically um, you know, I had my faders down, you know, to the point where they should be. I, I remember being very, very intent when I mixed last time. So that's why I was a little bit hesitant just to throw all the faders back to zero. Um, but yeah, I started seeing all my faders at like negative 18 and I'm like, is this thing even going to have any power on it? You know, what's, I need to just crank everything up. And then I looked at the, uh, the master and it was still, you know, getting a, a solid amount of volume. So I figured, you know, okay, something is, you know, the way I'm interpreting the information 
is probably incorrect. I, I know this is a very dense podcast, but this is the way that I kind of roll when I'm in the mix. So, the, and I just kind of stepped out of it. So this is this is how it sounds, um, and this is kind of my how my thought process works too. If if I'm even lucky enough to have that kind of thought process of just kind of dense thinking of just decision, 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 and. Um, that that's another thing for me um you know if if i ever get famous and have a quote i think for me mixing is just it's all just making decisions that's that's it just make a decision see if it was you know yes no it's it's very binary and then you know correct and go on go on go on um so uh bu- 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 i let's see some reverbs i I'm liking the, what is it, like RC24 from Native Instruments. I think it's the orange one, not the blue one. I used that on the snare drum because that needed a little bit of spice. Um, I tried out, I tried like D-verb. I tried little plate. You know, for whatever reason on, on this specific snare, this specific song, that uh, Native Instruments, the RC, I think it's the 24. It's, it's, the, it's the blue one. Nope, sorry. No, sorry. The, the orange one. The orange one. Um, that was my jam. You know, just kept it pretty subtle on that. And I'm about to go listen to a test mix right now before I kind of bring it back into ozone and all that. And, and my ears are shot for the evening. I, I could even tell as I was... I. I did the Neutron 2 thing twice, once in the actual mix of the song, and then another time while I was in what what I call the pre-mastering phase. Basically, I load the, the finished mix into a whole new Pro Tools session, um, mostly because the, um, the, the CPU usage is just kind of gets too intense and to prevent crashes. So I'll bring it back in and then I'll load some really high level plugins, you know? Um, so in, in that session, I brought in Ozo, uh, Ozone Imager, did a little bit of imaging. I actually widened the low end cause it, you know, with the chiptune samples I was working with, everything was damn near mono. So I was trying to, you know, widen that i'm i'm losing my train of thought here too and then i used uh something and then i used uh greg wells mix centric i'm still on that i i'm i'm a little on the fence but i'm still digging it still digging that one so that's gonna do it for me this is dense i exhausted myself so much love to you guys for listening uh give me a shout on um instagram if you want i'm over there at the national pool And I hope y'all are doing great. Happy mixing, happy music making, and I will talk to y'all soon. Peace.